Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Hello and welcome to another Project Management Insights. This week I have a guest, something that's unusual for me, isn't it? Because you know that normally my podcast episodes are just me talking to you. But today I've got Sunny Von Mutius with me and Sunny is a PMP. She has a background in project management and program management with Fortune 500 companies and she's currently intuitive strategist and mentor guiding people in proactively designing their world to create growth in their business and a life they love. So welcome, Sunny, and thank you for being with me on this episode of Project Management Insights. Hello. Thanks for having me. Today, we're going to dive into a very different topic. Uh, we're going to talk about taking our project management approach home with us. <laughs> so do you want to just dive in and talk to us a bit about that and get our discussion started? Sure. I think I think for a lot of project managers, it's very easy to see how our project management methods and skills and strengths can translate to lots of other areas of life. I think where oftentimes we fail to check in a little bit is to ask ourselves, but should they? And by that, I mean, sure, I'm a great project manager and the PTA needs lots of help with that bake sale. And do I have the bandwidth? And are these other parents used to being managed like a project team? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and what about the family? Did we forget to mention the family too? Yeah. Yeah, the same thing. It's very easy. I mean, I'm not personally a parent, but I have lots of colleagues that are, and they project manage their kids, you know, their soccer and their football and their gymnastics, and, you know, they project manage their families, and they use the same methodology. And, you know, it can be a real strength and a real asset, but I think that there's a lot of value to be had in noticing when we're doing that and asking ourselves, is this really appropriate in the role I'm playing right now? So when I'm at work in my corporate world, having my project manager hat on serves me. It's how I bring home the bacon, right? But when I'm home with my family, in my role as daughter, or my role as mom, or my role as, as partner or spouse, is it really appropriate to have my project manager hat on when I'm in that role? Is it serving me? And what I'm connecting with is the unconscious ways that I might be doing that around these people. Mm -hmm. what might some of those things be? How might I unconsciously be in my project management, managers, that's a good tongue twister, project <laughs> managers mode when I'm interacting at the sports field or I'm interacting at school with my son's teacher or I'm interacting at home with my children? How might that be showing up? Well, you know, a lot of my background is in IT project management versus yep. construction or anything else, right? So I know that I, I have seen myself go into business analyst mode with my parents about family vacation. 
we're trying to plan a beach trip and we're trying to figure out where should we go? Which beach should we go to? And before I know it, I'm acting like I'm talking to another business analyst and trying to get business requirements. <laughs> What's important to you? Does it need to be within steps of the ocean? Do we need to have a full kitchen? How big of a table? You know, and it's like I'm getting requirements out of them <laughs> when they weren't exactly asking me to facilitate that conversation. Awesome. Yeah. I can absolutely see myself doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing can show up like with, with a partner, with a spouse, um, especially I, I noticed it with myself around finances. You know, we're trying to figure out how to save for a house, my partner and I. And I go really quickly until there's only so much time, money, and resources. One of those has got to give. I go straight to like the old school triangle. And my partner's like totally lost, does not have that language, that vocabulary, or that awareness. And so I'm throwing language in the space that doesn't belong in our family's space. Yeah. And I imagine then that that not only creates confusion in my relationship, also tension in my relationship and tension for me as much as anything because I'm wanting an outcome, which is Mm -hmm. always what I'm wanting as a project manager. I'm wanting a desired outcome Mm -hmm. and that won't necessarily be the case because they're not on the same page as me. Absolutely. And I think it can lead to frustration on both sides because if you're in project manager mode, you are being very driven. You're very much in your masculine energy of trying to make something happen. Yep. And yet in the family dynamic, at least for me, my spouse is very much in more of like a feminine energy of like, let's collaborate, babe. Let's figure this out together. Right. They came up, you know, it's all, you know, it's all good. And they don't even have any clue as to what outcome it is I'm trying to produce because they don't have the language or the context to understand. So we're both frustrated. Yes. Yeah. Right. And I think part of this for me comes back to the work-life balance where mm-hmm. when we step out of work, we close the door at work, as in literally close the building door, we don't leave our project manager's life, our work life at work and come home and be in home mode. Mm-hmm. And, and I think... I think that can so easily lead to a lack of balance. If you think you're leaving work at work because you're not checking emails, you're not on your iPhone or your old school Blackberry, right? Like what, just because you're not actually addressing work, if you're always relying on those ways of being and those skills and those communication styles in the home, you essentially start to feel like you're working all of the time and it can lead to bitterness and resentment and exhaustion. Absolutely. So how could we fix that? What could we do in our own minds then as project managers to not function or not not feel the need to have to function and operate this way all the time when we're not at work? Well, that is a question for the ages, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. I think for me, it comes back to when I was in the corporate world and running large you know, project teams and PMOs, one of my mantras was set my expectations and then reset my expectations. So if you tell me you're going to get done something done by Friday and it's Thursday and you're not going to get it done, just reset my expectations. As long as you keep my expectations set, we can work with anything, right? right. I think the same is true inside of the family and friend and outside of work environment. 
what's worked really well for me is, is to, when I notice that I'm in that mode or when my partner calls me out that I'm in that mode is to simply say, oh yeah, this is what it looks like when I'm in work mode. Yeah. I need your support in not doing that when it's not appropriate. Like, can you call me out and let yep. me know? Yep. Then you have to be receptive to hearing it. Of course. <laughs> and stepping back. Yeah. So I think there's a way to set expectations. And I think there's times where those skills can be a strength. You know, if you're conscious of doing it, there are times where I'm sure being a mom and being able to project manage your kids is super helpful. Yep. It's just becoming aware of when it's serving you versus when it's preventing intimacy and affection and relaxation. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, the holiday is a good one. I mean, uh, project managing a holiday uh, would mean that you're more likely to have the holiday that you want to have because you're going to be planning it and thinking of all of the small things that you want to do, setting up your project schedule, project plan, just and and it means that you're going to have the best possible outcome in terms of a holiday. So the skills can come in handy. But what I'm hearing from you is it's that fine line between when it works and when it will create problems in the relationship, problems in your relationship with mm-hmm. communication and uh, understanding. Mm-hmm. And I also I want to kind of call out, you know, most of us project managers if we're really honest with ourselves, we have a little bit of a control issue. Like we really like to be in control. Only a little one? Yep. Okay. Good. Just a little bit. Yep. So I think that as a project manager, acknowledging that that's the root of what's happening in the home, right? It's, it's really a control thing. Yep. I feel safest when I'm in control. Mm-hmm. And by acknowledging that that's happening and being willing to re- release that, there can be a lot of really juicy growth and affection and relationship available if you say to your partner, wow, I'm noticing that I really like to be in control and I'm in work mode right now and I'm going to release that. Can I trust you to take control of the situation and allow me to relax? Ah, trust. That's a big word. Uh How often, (laughs) I mean, isn't that at the basis of our need to control because we Mm -hmm. don't trust other people. We don't think they're going to do it. We don't think they're going to do it our way, do it appropriately or the, you know, enough for us. That's a huge one. That's a Mm -hmm. huge one. Yeah. And release. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Right. Wow. I think that would be a big ask for some people to be able to step into that space at home with their partner be trusting enough to give over the control and let them do whatever they're going to do. And I know I've struggled with this myself because I keep wanting to jump in. I keep wanting to mm-hmm. dive in and check up on what's going on. As you said, you know, having expectations, maybe I don't speak about them and then he doesn't meet them and then I get angry and frustrated and it creates more trouble. So mm-hmm. that's a big thing to to give that up. Absolutely. Think about how much juice is available in doing that with a child, though. Like empowering your kid. Like, hey, I'm not going to project manage your science project. If you yep. need help, come ask me. Otherwise, yes. I'm going to let you do whatever. You, and that means that might mean that they get an F. Right. But, you know, I think that that's a really 
a really powerful place that, you know, they, there's these terms of like helicopter parent, lawnmower parent. There's all these different ways of parenting these days. Yeah. Um, and I imagine as a project manager, it's, it's really easy for us to fall into one of those categories because we're so used to managing and controlling things. Absolutely. So, yeah. You know, noticing, releasing, trusting. But, you know, to your point, setting expectations when you do that, I think, can provide a really awesome foundation. So you don't just say to your partner, I don't want to. I'm going to trust you, you do it. And then your mind, you're saying that you need to do it exactly the way I would have, or I'm going to be mad. Mm -hmm. You say, you actually vocalize, like you set the scope. The scope of this project is that this deck needs to get built before our Labor Day party. Yep. Do you have that under control? Do you understand the deadline? Do you understand the quality that we agree on? Okay, great. I'm going to let you manage all of the resources and the budget, and I'm just going to watch. And I'm here to help if you need it. But setting up the scope on the front end, that could potentially help give you the space to let go and set your partner up for success in actually meeting your expectations. Yes. And I would add to that any assumptions to speak Mm. those out loud too, because unspoken Mm -hmm. expectations and assumptions trip up relationships so many times and we have them. Oh yeah. And you know, there's, there's a certain muscle to be built there because it's easy when you're project managing, when you work with your sponsor and with your resources and, you know, to ask them, what are their assumptions, right? We're pretty masterful at facilitating those conversations as a high level project manager, but we're not necessarily masterful at noticing where we have assumptions in our life. So it's a muscle that has to be built. Mm Mm-hmm. You may not even realize you have an assumption until somebody's not meeting your expectation. And then you realize, oh, I never even spoke that into existence. That was all in my head. Oops. Yep. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And, and uh, you know, I think the key for me a lot of the time is the noticing. Just really mm. noticing where I'm beginning to react how I react and then, well, what's going on in my mind that has me react? Oh, well, I was assuming they would or I expected them to dot, 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 fill in the blanks. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, big I, I think that a, a really strong pillar of a successful person in career or business in life is a willingness to acknowledge and increase self-awareness. Mm-hmm. And in my experience, noticing is the majority of the work there is to do in increasing your self-awareness is just be willing to be in that inquiry yep. and to notice your emotional, your physical, and your mental responses to the circumstances around you. That's huge. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and in your willingness to do that, you then are more open to perhaps approaching things differently than mm-hmm. your patterned response because you begin to notice your patterns of response, which mm, is patterns, yeah, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. things that uh, that can be looked at and undone. Yeah, they might be childhood totally. patterns or patterns from habits that you've created over time, from you know, at school or college, university, whatever, and and you've brought those into the working world, and they're not necessarily still valuable or useful, and yet they're familiar and and the way that you operate and so yeah just beginning to notice those and and then question well is this still valuable for me to act this way or react this way is is a is a good thing worth doing too absolutely and that starts to point towards those biases that we have Mm -hmm. 
especially the, the unspoken kind of subtle biases. I know that I had an interaction with a woman very early in my career where I was just very triggered by her. We didn't get along. We always butted heads. But I realized after a few months of working with her that she had a very similar disposition to a teacher I'd had in school who had called me out and embarrassed me in front of the class and was very, very hard on me. And I was transferring my relationship to that teacher over to my coworker. And we were butting heads just because she reminded me of this teacher. So Uh it's like that subconscious bias that we have. And that's all part of the noticing pattern. And I think that can actually help not only in the house, but it also helps make you a better project manager because there's certain resources that are going to run the wrong way. And being able to notice if that's really that person and their behavior, or if it's your own past that you're putting into their future, that's, you know, all really important pieces of development. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, any last words of wisdom in terms of bringing our project manager's hat and having our project manager's hat on when we're at home with friends, family, whatever? I have a piece of advice and a challenge. So the, the piece of advice would be to use your commute home as a reset. So a lot of people, you know, they get in the car and they listen to the radio or they, they get on the phone and they're thinking about what else needs to be done. We use it as like our time to process. But consider using your drive to listen to a podcast or just listen to music and really kind of allow your brain to zen out a little bit so that when you go into the home space, you're no longer in that sort of heightened adrenaline rush space of being a project manager. We need a certain amount of adrenaline and like oomph, to be a, a PM. But when you walk into your home, like let that melt off. So use your commute as a time to transition between roles. And the challenge is to see if you can be the person who has evolved enough that you're willing to give your partner, spouse, or that important person in your life permission to call you out when they think you're in PM mode. Because that can take something to give something somebody permission to call you out but it can be really powerful for your own development as well as for the development of that relationship. So I challenge you to find somebody that you're willing to give that power to and then allow them to have that power and see how that goes for you. Awesome. Well, a great tip and a fabulous challenge. Mm-hmm. So let's see how you all and whether you're all, whether you're willing to take up that challenge that Sunny's just laid down for you. And I want to say thank you very, very much for joining me today on this Project Management Insights episode, Sunny. And uh, yeah, look forward to maybe talking to you again in the future about life in the project management world when we don't choose to leave it at work. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. Be sure to visit projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training.